Joining us on the line from the Blue Mountain Village Foundation, we say hello to Andrew Seagward. Andrew, how are you doing? I am well. Good morning, John and Melanie. Uh, how are you both doing? We're, we're, you know, I'm doing great. Not bad, yeah. Uh, and Mel hasn't gotten on my nerves yet, so we're, everything's going today. Great today. <laughs> well, I have my... I have my liquid sunshine in the form of good caffeine. So yes. there you go. See, there you go. <laughs> hey, we got to say a, a shout out to all of the uh, the retailers and businesses at Blue Mountain Village. Uh, I mean, this COVID is has been a crusher for every business, but I can't imagine what it must be like for one so based in, in tourism. Yeah, it has definitely been a challenge. The tourism industry has been among the hardest hit in our economy. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they are, are definitely struggling under the the changes however we are all you know the one of the the beautiful things about our region i believe is that we have such strong collaborative networks and we're all working really closely to prepare for for when the time is right to reopen Um, we're working together on safety protocols uh how to best adapt stores and and restaurants and how to best communicate with folks and uh you know we're really supporting each other to be be prepared to be successful when uh when the restrictions ease so you know that's the silver lining is that our our networks are i think really providing a sense of support not only in not only in the ideas and the best practices and the protocols but just in the the um, the emotional way too you know we i'm doing zoom calls with all of our members and and you know we're, we're we're sharing coping strategies with each other so you know it's uh they say it takes a village, and this experience is proving that yet again. Well, one of the things that really impresses me about what's happening over at Blue Mountain Village is at a time when you could curl up and just, you know, hide. Uh, you guys are out there. You're doing uh, amazing stuff. We had a great interview with Patty Kendall earlier, mm-hmm. and she talked about all of the online things, initiatives that you've got going in terms of uh, just entertaining the people, even though they can't come to the village. And I'm. And she hasn't told us a lot of the details, but I am so excited about what's going to be coming Canada Day uh, with yeah. the collaboration between the village and and Collingwood, I, it, it sounds like it's going to be off the hook. It, it, it's going to be great. And, you know, we, you know, what we've been seeing and hearing from our, our customers who we are, we, we continue to engage online with great programming. You know, we did a, a concert last last Friday with Fred Penner. Unbelievable. Had, oh, yeah. We've already had over 20,000 people <laughs> uh, view that concert from across, across the wow. world. Yeah. And we're getting great feedback from, from the families who we normally see in person saying, you know, thank you so much for providing us this fun experience, you know, giving our kids something different um, to do. And so, you know, for us, that's what it's about and, and maintaining those connections. And, you know, Patty and, and her team at the Village Association have done such a great job of doing that. And uh, it's been fun for us. It's fun for us to stay connected in different ways. You also stay connected with with our community. I mean, so many people look forward to you know certainly the the, the spring and summer season for all of the activations that you do. Certainly for your guests uh, up at the village, but but just for everybody, the whole community is always invited. And what's really great is uh, you have a foundation that looks mm-hmm. after initiatives right here in our community. That's right. Yes, we we have uh, a Blue Mountain Village Foundation where we give money annually to uh, local charities and local organizations that are providing support to the community. And 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 really, you know, our mission is to close the gaps in our community. So we're re- we're really working hard to address those. And as COVID nineteen 
struck and we started to hear from our, our social sector partners and some of the organizations and, and just local community members, we realized there was some significant gaps uh, and a, a really strong need. So we launched um, uh, an accelerated grant program. Oftentimes in grant writing, you know, the, the grant application programs are often take more time than the, the, <laughs> yeah. the dollars are worth. Right. So we, we sat together and said, okay, let's put something together that's simple, a one-pager, you know, three quick criteria, and let's get ideas flowing. And, um, you know, in the span of three weeks from launch, promotion, uh, applications coming in, review, and checks out the door, we, we were able to fund 17 organizations um, for their work. And, you know, it's, it was really interesting to see those, those um, grant applications come in. There was a real common theme among our, our social sector uh, business or um, our social agencies in the region, and uh, they included pivoting to online and adaptive operations, and really changing their their service models. Um, strong collaboration with multiple partners because each 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 sort of agency couldn't really do all the things they wanted to on their own. Um, really focusing on the immediate needs of the most vulnerable in our community, and you know we saw a big focus on food security, healthcare resources, and tools of all kinds. Uh, and and family support. So uh, really amazing work. And you know, I, I, I we are in awe of our social sector partners who are doing such great work. Mm-hmm. They are probably among the most responsive businesses I've seen. And, and you know, you, you mentioned that tourism is hardest hit, but I would say that this sector is even harder hit because not only can they not operate in the way they normally do, not only are they watching uh, their fundraising events and and the things that they've put together fall apart because of COVID, but it's also for many of them, this is the times are even tougher for the folks that they support. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you know. It's like the trifecta. It's like the the funding dries up. The way in which they themselves can operate has to be changed. And of course, the the, the clients that they serve are, are even more isolated than ever. So, but there's been some really creative ideas that have come from this group. But uh, I've put some things together. Do we have time for me to share a few? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so um, the Environment Network has been working with the Collingwood Youth Centre, and they have been actually um, preparing three different types of masks for frontline workers. And they partnered with a local doctor, with uh, the Jean Vanier, one of the teachers at Jean Vanier, with their 3D printing uh, infrastructure. And, and they've been creating masks and sending them out to the places that need them. Great um, idea. Yeah, so, so cool and innovative. And uh, so they sent these great pictures of... Uh, <laughs> Some youth sort of modeling the masks and the, and uh, and the the, the more um, substantial shields and it's really cool to see that coming together. Um, My friend's house is a great organization that supports abused women and children and youth. Uh, they had to move to um, mobile operations, um, so they've actually implemented different types of technology so that support workers can still continue to deliver the counseling and the one-on-one support in a, in a mediated way. The Collingwood G&M Hospital Foundation also did that. Um, each isolation room they've equipped with iPads so that patients can connect with their oh. families or support systems while they're isolated. So, you know, these are like, in one way, they're, they're, fi- they're just fine-tuned and, and small touches, but they make a huge difference. The Alzheimer's Society of Grey Bruce, um, you know, one of the things that, because they've had to close their, their physical locations, They've got a lot of people who are who are serving family members with Alzheimer's or dementia at home, and the regular programming that they do so value is so elevates their quality mm-hmm. of life, their experience, and their health outcomes. 
So what they've done is they've created at-home kits for family members to, uh, you know, have engaging uh, activities with with patients. So keeping that that path of of healthcare going. Um, um, Meaford Farmers Market, another really cool example. Uh, you know what you what you would normally see is a physical place where people come to to get food. They're looking at uh, organizing and, and creating an online portal and platform so that they can help small farmers wow. actually distribute food further to people who need it. So uh, these are just a few examples of some of the innovative programs we we saw. Come and I understand and, too you you supported the Rotary Club of, of uh, Thornbury yes. Clarksburg. Yeah, Rotary Club of Thornbury Clarksburg. Many people know they did an amazing job. Uh, helping sanitize carts and, and deliver food. They've also launched um, uh, a program where they're uh, securing funds for gift cards at wow. grocery stores Fantastic. and at um, pharmacies. Um, the Beaver Valley Outreach, I mean, you know, when we talked about that trifecta, yep. they, they are, you know, there's a lot of people at home who are, of course, cleaning up, um, decluttering finally mm-hmm. after probably many years. <laughs> and so the BVO has this huge... Um, demand uh, or supply of goods coming to be donated, but they need different channels to sell it. And so they are looking at online platforms and pivoting to that delivery model to sort of take advantage of the, the donations, but also find out ways to sell in this limited uh, retail environment. So really amazing stuff happening. Exciting things happening with the Blue Mountain Village Foundation. Uh, thank you so much, Andrew, for all the work the foundation is doing in our community. A big thank you to uh, you and all your uh, colleagues at the Blue Mountain Village Association uh, for everything. And, and you know, we're going to get through this together, and you guys are leading the way for sure. Well, we it is a pleasure to celebrate the, the businesses we work with and our partners who are doing such fine work. And uh, we look forward to working with everyone as we continue. Andrew, thank you for this and um, being here on Talk of the Town. Thank you both, too.